The AI Today podcast, produced by Cognolytica, cuts through the hype and noise to identify what is really happening now in the world of artificial intelligence. Learn about emerging AI trends, technologies, and use cases from Cognolytica analysts and guest experts. Hello, and welcome to the AI Today podcast. I'm your host, Kathleen Mulch. And I'm your host, Ronald Schmelzer. And you know, one of the great things that we've heard from so many of you, our Cognolytica AI Today podcast listeners, is that you've really enjoyed when we've spent all of this time on education and training and, and giving you the understanding and need of what you need to understand to put AI into production. Many of you are implementing AI today. That's why this is called AI Today, the podcast. Many of you are looking at working in organizations, perhaps in the future, where you'll be implementing AI. Some of you are uh, actually working to transition your own organizations to implement more of AI. And I think we're in that reality phase of AI we always talk about, where people are spending more time with the difficulties of, of making AI work. And that's where we spend a lot of time. So one of the things we're, we're doing now, we're, we're re- releasing a new series of podcasts. This is the first of actually many in this series. So if you aren't subscribed to AI Today, please subscribe because there'll be one of many episodes. And we will be focusing on a part of our education that we do with our CPMAI Certified, we'll explain what that means in a little bit, our CPMI certified audience, where we've added on and spent extra time talking about ethical and responsible AI. Exactly. So if you've listened to our podcast before, you know that we are big advocates of doing AI right, which includes best practices methodologies. We're big advocates of the CPMAI methodology, which is the Cognitive Project Management for AI. It really teaches you how to do AI right. It's geared towards project managers and you know that role specifically at the organization, whether or not that's your title. So it's an individual certification and really helps you understand how best to manage AI projects. We, a few months ago at this point, had an AI failure series, and it was incredibly popular, really goes into, you know, specific areas as to why we see AI projects fail, many of the common reasons and how you can avoid it. And it should be no surprise that CPMAI helps you think through all that so that you can move forward with it. Well, building on from there, you know, we've talked to a lot of our CPMAI certified individuals and organizations that we work with, and it's you know, really great to know how to run AI projects and to to be successful so that you're not wasting all of this time, money, resources, energy on projects that fail. But you also should look to build ethical and responsible AI as well, especially as you're, you know, they're starting to make decisions that can really impact people's lives, impact what's going on, uh, even within your organization, if you're in a highly regulated industry, you know, various different, different things and needs that you need to be thinking about. So to enhance our CPMAI certification, we have come up with the CPMAI plus E plus ethics certification. So everybody that's CPMAI certified, if you're interested in learning more about this 
you know, additional uh, ethics add-on certification, absolutely reach out to us. For folks that are not in, that are not yet CPMAI certified, you can become CPMAI Plus E certified. So definitely reach out. As Ron mentioned, also subscribe to AI Today if you have not already done so. We will be going through another series because they've been so incredibly popular that you know over the course of many episodes of our podcast, we'll talk about different topics related to ethical and responsible AI, what you need to be uh, looking at and considering. And this is just, you know, a snippet of the main education that we offer. So don't think that this is a replacement at all, but it's just to kind of give you a teaser as to what really needs to be going into ethical and responsible AI. Yeah. So one of the things that, as we mentioned, doing AI right in part has to do with doing it the right way, which is what methodology is all about. Still a bit of a surprise to us sometimes. We run across organizations that have spent millions of dollars and put tons of people in their AI projects and are not doing AI the right way. They they do require a scolding. And if you're one of those people, you should scold yourself because you know, you, you know better than to just jump into a project without knowing the way to do it. The way is the methodology, right? But the other part, of course, to doing AI right is doing AI being the right way, doing AI right by basically not doing things unethically. So to Kathleen's point and to the point of these podcast series, we're going to share with you excerpts of our CPMAI plus E education, where we instruct people how to build an ethical and responsible AI framework so you can put uh, responsible and, AI and ethical AI into practice, not just something you put on the wall or you have a nice little statement, but something, how do you actually run your day-to-day -day projects and get out of trouble? Because a lot of companies are still getting into a lot of trouble. And we will be sharing some news about some of those companies getting into trouble. And if you're listening to this podcast and you're on some ESG team or something, and you haven't certified yourself with an ethical and responsible framework, if you get into the news, we will be talking about you. That is not a threat. That is a promise. So uh, on that sort of note, uh, Today's podcast, we're going to be providing an Why does this even matter? Why is ethical and responsible AI even necessary? Is it just to you know make people feel happy, I guess, to deal with uh, the political or social climate where people are demanding ethics? Or is it more fundamental that if we don't pay attention to this, we can get into some very serious trouble? And we'll provide that excerpt for you now. And, uh, uh, you know, as mentioned, if you're interested in digging more, check out the show notes will be linked to the full course and certification where you can build these ethical and responsible AI frameworks for your organization. So the first thing that we really need to spend time talking about is, do we even really care about trustworthy AI systems? And do they really matter? And do we even need trustworthy AI systems? We don't talk necessarily about trustworthy databases or, you know, trustworthy, uh, you know, mobile phones, although maybe we should, but we do spend a lot of time talking about trustworthy AI systems because when things go wrong with AI systems or when people do things that they shouldn't necessarily be doing with AI systems, people lose a whole lot of confidence in those AI systems. And we're really, one, prevented from making really good use of them, but also organizations have significant amount of liability and risk involved in putting AI systems into the real world that have all sorts of problems that lead to a loss of trust. And so we have a bunch of questions that we need to ask ourselves that have to do with this idea of trust. 
Exactly. And, you know, I think that one reason why people focus so much on trustworthy AI versus like Ron said, you know, trustworthy databases have, has anybody ever shared that? Mm, Probably not because a human is in the loop, right? And it's a human that's making these decisions. But when we have machines doing this, do we trust machines to make decisions? We need to be asking that question and we need to be, you know, understanding all of the factors that go into play. Also, do we trust the data? that goes into training AI systems. Uh, Do you have visibility into that data? And who's adding that data? Do we trust autonomous systems to operate with little human control? We know that the autonomous pattern of AI is the hardest pattern to implement, especially fully autonomous. So do we trust our autonomous systems to operate with very little human control, which is the end goal of autonomous systems? We need to make sure that we are addressing some of these questions because they are incredibly important. Also, do you trust organizations that collect and use your data? You know, how is that data being used? Do you have transparency into that? How do you trust them? Are you confident in the security and safety of AI systems? This is an incredibly important question as well. I mean, they're all incredibly important because you need to make sure that you have Uh, you know, governance in place, security, oversights, all of that. Do you trust how AI systems are applied to you and your life? Really important question. And do you trust AI systems that will augment or replace your work? So when we talk about, you know, augmented intelligence, we say that you can use AI systems to help you do your job better. But do you trust those systems who are helping make those recommendations? And Do you feel confident in the decisions that they are providing? Very important to make sure you're understanding. Yeah. And one of the things you're going to see repeatedly in this particular course of the the training and the certification on Plus E is rather than just talk from theory, we will actually do ripped from the headline style of instruction where we show you the actual real world impact of untrustworthy AI systems, trust or AI systems that are doing things wrong. And, you know, uh, even though we haven't, you know, we've had over 50 plus years of history of AI, but even in just this last wave of AI, this last sort of decade, there are so many examples of organizations and companies of all types doing AI incorrectly getting into a significant amount of trouble, you know, real real world liability, cost issues, killing people. There's all sorts of stuff here. And you need to know that this is not about just feel good. This is about the real world. And if you're building real world AI systems, you have to understand that you have to have real world trust. You know, in this particular case here, we have three examples of three completely different organizations that have had three completely different impacts of untrustworthy AI systems that have really been very problematic in in, uh, the, in the Europe, in the Netherlands, there was a scandal where actual algorithms that were used to provide benefits uh, suspected the wrong people of fraud and ruined thousands of lives. These are people's livelihoods who were depending on these governmental benefits were being denied by a machine-based algorithm system. So we couldn't, this is the sort of the first point, do you trust machines to make decisions? The answer is you shouldn't trust machines to make decisions. Machines make mistakes just as much as humans do. But if we keep the human out of the loop, we have lots of problems. Of course, you may be very familiar with, do you trust organizations to do the right things (laughs) with your data? Facebook, of course, being a very notable example of 
violating people's confidence. And this is also an example of once you lose trust in an organization, it's very hard to get it back. I think uh, Meta and the new Facebook, they rebranded in part because I think of uh, Facebook's uh, brand really was tarnished, not only by that scandal, but by many other scandals. And this bottom one here, you may or may not be familiar. Somebody used uh, Tesla's autopilot, their little recall function to you know, have your summon function to have your Tesla come to you. And of course, there was a plane <laughs> in the middle between the car and uh, the, the plane. The, the car had no no issue running right into that plane. This comes to the session to, to the point of like, do we trust autonomous systems? How confident are we in security and safety? And the answer is we're not. The answer to all these things is no, we do not trust our machines. No, we do not trust the data. We do not trust autonomous systems. We do not trust organizations. We are not confident in security security and safety. We do not have trust in how they're applied to our life. And we do not trust systems that will do anything to do with our work. So therefore, we need trustworthy AI systems. So you know, one of the places that we can go is that we can think about, well, what happens when machines go wrong? Well, you know, back in the 1940s, which is actually 1942, before even artificial intelligence was even emerged, um, Isaac Asimov produced this very notable book, iRobot. And he had these three laws of robotics, which is sort of the, uh, I would say, the first uh, pillars of ethical AI, if you want to think of it that way, the first sort of thoughts about, well, wait a second, maybe maybe there should be some uh, limits <laughs> on what these smart machines should do. There's only three laws here, and they're very basic. You know, a robot should do no harm. Basically, the first law, don't injure a human being or through inaction, allow the human being to come to harm. Is that second law, a robot should obey the orders of humans, basically human in the loop, human control, except when such orders would violate the first law harming a human or causing humans to be harmed. Then the third law is a robot must protect its own existence as long as the protect the, that protection does not conflict with the first or second law. Interesting thoughts, but um, it's not enough, right? It's not enough. We can't just use these, uh, you know, science fiction guidelines <laughs> to tell us what to do. We need more to really give us guidance. And that's, of course, what we're going to be spending all of our time talking to you about. What is this more that we are talking about? Exactly. And, you know, as Ron mentioned, those are many, many decades old at this point. But it's always good to have these conversations, to be thinking about this and continue to evolve over time. So this idea of, you know, in order to make AI systems trustworthy and also beneficial, because if we don't trust them, then we're not going to actually use them. We need to make sure that we set up systems to ensure a few other things, you know, we have to add to those original things. We need to make sure that AI systems don't intentionally or unintentionally cause human harm. Now, that's important to note because we're saying don't build something that's going to have unintentional consequences. Understand what that full range of harm can be. You know, we have physical harm. We have financial harm in the last uh, you know, example, we talked about how these AI systems ruined people's lives because they were falsely accused of fraud. That can be incredibly detrimental, also emotional or societal, environmental as well. That's important to point out. Not everybody thinks about that. And then mental harm as well. We want to yeah. make sure that. Yeah. And, and all of these are incredibly important, each of them to look at, because you may be doing intentional or unintentional harm, you know, that can mentally affect 
your employees, colleagues, users of your platform. So all incredibly important. Right. And there's other kinds of harm. I mean, we could have people who intentionally misuse or abuse an AI system to cause, you know, some disruption or some harm in some way. You know, we talked about, well, sure, there's uh, Isaac Asimov's second law or, you know, make sure there's always a human in the loop. But what if humans, you know, can't control it, doesn't talk about the black box or the fact that humans may not understand what's happening or have any visibility into what's happening. Therefore, they can't control what's happening because they don't know how to control it. Right. You know, we don't we have to find some way of having transparency and explainability when AI systems go wrong. We need to find some way of fixing them or mitigating those harms. Right. And then the you know the last little bit of do no harm is security harm, you know, uh, you know, cybersecurity risks, data privacy. So you can think of data harm, you know, don't share data, don't violate my privacy. And so. So when we think about do no harm, even do no harm really covers a lot of territory here. And and so we have to have these processes and methods in place throughout the whole life cycle, not just once the AI system has been built. Now we got to start thinking about ethical AI. It's actually a little too late to be thinking about ethical AI after the systems have been built. For those of you that have been through CPMA certification, and I'm sure as you're all listening to this, you probably have, or you're working your way through the certification, you know that there's a methodology. The methodology requires you to think about data before you build your model. And even before you build your data, you have to understand the business needs. And those business needs are really tied very much towards a lot of these ethical concerns. So to do trustworthy AI, if you're using the term trustworthy AI, you really require this idea of ethical AI to do it right and to not do the wrong thing. So by now, you've probably understood that AI is a transformative technology. And really to have lasting impact, AI needs to be done responsibly. Any With any transformative technology, it can be very disruptive, especially initially. And so disruption can be good. You know, it can in it can it can have many positive benefits such as improving your quality of life, also productivity and just enhancing overall experiences. So those are, you know, very positive, but it can also be problematic with any transformative technology, anything that causes disruption. Not everybody is going to be incredibly happy about this and not everybody is going to be so quick to adopt this. So you will see, you know, like with any other transformative technology, there will be some workforce changes and disruption with maybe, you know, how people do their job or the type of work that they do. And this can also cause disruption in society as well. Uh, So those are important to note. And then, I mean, as we continue to use more data and have technology just in our everyday lives, we can start to lose some of the privacy that we, you know, had before that technology came about. And so you need to make sure that you're understanding all of this. And then some of those, the threats as well, you know, are you introducing new threats into your system? Are you, and then, you know, how are you allowing people to use this data? All of these things. So trustworthy AI really requires this idea of responsible AI. Right, exactly. So we have this idea of ethics, which is about, you know, do no harm and, you know, be good for people's, you know, well-being across the board. But, 
even if you're doing those things and you have those good intentions, you still can be irresponsible and being irresponsible can cause a lot of other kinds of harm, right? As we, as we just talked about here. So you need to be thinking about both ethical and responsible AI. And some interesting things here is like, you know, as, as technology transforms, we, we all of a sudden have new things we had never thought about before using cell phones in cars, probably not a good idea while you're driving, especially if you're texting and driving, right? Or, you know, you know, putting, bringing cell phones into locker rooms and things like that. People never thought about those things before. And of course, we have to think about those things before because uh, now, because otherwise we have this decay of trust if you allow people to use cell phones when they're driving or in places that they shouldn't. So it, this is not just about feeling good, ethical and responsible AI. It's not just about having some sort of statement on a website having like a committee formed of uh, influential people who say things, but don't do anything. This is not about uh, patting yourself on the back, uh, selling, telling something to your shareholders and, and I guess, and then putting it on a shelf or on a wall and forgetting about it. No, these are actual real world liabilities when you get this wrong. And as mentioned, every single example that we're going to bring in to this course and certification about doing ethical AI right, we will show real world impacts of what happens when things go wrong. There are real substantial liabilities and, and risks to untrustworthy and unethical and irresponsible AI. And, you know, there are so many examples, uh, you know, we actually run out of room to place them. You know, here, yeah. I'm, just giving, I'm just giving an overview of some of them. You know, uh, you could be sued if your algorithm makes bad decisions. You know, an algorithm uh, caused somebody to lose $20 million in a trade. Well, what if it was a human? If a human, if, 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 you, if I gave you advice and I gave you bad advice and you lost $20 million, could you sue me for it? Absolutely. So you can sue the algorithm. So don't all of a sudden like, well, the machine did it. And like, no, you're, you are not uh, escaping that liability. You know, the, another situation is it can put people in jail. You could have bad facial recognition. Yes, of course, being in jail is bad, but look, you, that Apple's being sued for a billion dollars, right? Examples of autonomous vehicles running into people, killing people. So it's not just even financial or emotional loss. It's, you know, your physical harm, you know, you know losing lives, right? This is bad stuff. And then, of course, you have organizations that fake it, that like pretend they have AI, that don't actually have AI, or that like will claim things for their systems that they can't actually do. And you might think, okay, well, it's very typical for technologists to make overstated claims. The answer is not when you're trying to get those AI systems to do these important things. So these are real risks. So that is the purpose of trustworthy AI, ethical and responsible AI. It's not about publishing a statement. It's not about something feel good. It's about trying to avoid real world risk and liabilities and give your customers and users the trust that they need to actually use the system that you're spending all of this time and money building. Well, we hope that you enjoyed that excerpt from CPMAI plus E. And, you know, we really just want to give you a flavor of what this entails. If you're interested in learning more, we definitely encourage you to check that out. And I will link to that in the show notes. So make sure to click on that so that you can learn more about CPMAI plus E, and then you can sign up directly on our website as well. I know that many of our podcast listeners uh, have reached out to us about additional education, ways that they can you know, learn more, get certified. So if you're interested in CPMAI or CPMAI plus E, definitely go to the show notes and click on that link to get the additional information and to sign up directly on our website. 
Also, as we mentioned earlier, make sure to subscribe to AI Today Podcast if you have not done so already. We are going to have a number of podcasts in this series focused on ethical and responsible AI and different areas that you need to focus on. So we hope that you will continue to stay engaged. As always, reach out to us if you have any questions, you want to dig deeper into any topics. You can email us at info at cognolitica.com. That's info at C-O-G-N-I-L-Y-T-I-C-A.com. We'll make sure to link to the uh, podcasts in this series in the show notes. And again, link to the CPMAI Plus E certification. Uh, If you already are CPMAI certified, reach out. We'll help get you uh, the Plus E additional certification as well. And with that, we'd like to thank you so much for listening to this podcast, and we'll catch you at the next episode. And that's a wrap for today. To download this episode, find additional episodes and transcripts, subscribe to our newsletter and more, please visit our website at cognolitica.com. Join the discussion in between podcasts on the AI Today Facebook group and make sure to join the Cognolitica Facebook page for updates on this and future podcasts. Also subscribe to our podcast in iTunes, Google Play, and elsewhere to get notified of future episodes. Want to support this podcast and get your message out to our listeners? Then become a sponsor. We offer significant benefits for AI Today sponsors, including promotion in the podcast and landing page, and opportunities to be a guest on the AI Today show. For more information on sponsorship, visit the Cognolytica website and click on the podcast link. This sound recording and its contents is copyright by Cognolytica, all rights reserved. Music by Matsu Gravas. As always, thanks for listening to AI Today, and we'll catch you at the next podcast.